Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. Today, super duper excited to have my friend, makeup artist, super talented makeup artist, Michaela Jessam. Thanks for coming to the podcast today. Thank you so much for having okay, me. Okay, so your Instagram is insane. <laughs> I love it. Um, like, have you always wanted to be a makeup artist or? Yeah, so as long as I can remember, I think before I even knew what I wanted to do, I just fell into this. Mm. Um, when I was younger in high school, I got super, super into YouTube um, makeup videos. And from there, I, uh, I started, you know, taking videos of myself, uh, doing makeup on Instagram, um, buying a lot of makeup, taking <laughs> photos of the makeup. So yeah. um, my love for makeup definitely started on Instagram. Um, posting a lot on Instagram. I actually still have the exact same Instagram account that I started out on. I've never oh. had to make a new one. So yeah, that's the same one. Um, and yeah, I started out doing makeup in high school. So as long as I can remember. So, I mean, okay, in, did you have to... I found out that you need to be like licensed to yes. be. What well, it doesn't make sense to me. Like you got, yes. you need to be licensed to be a makeup artist. But there are so many things you can't do. You don't need licenses for. One hundred percent. So yeah, that was actually um, shout out to everyone back in Cape Breton. I remember exactly who. I remember exactly who didn't want me doing makeup when I was in high school. So because obviously I did not have a license at that point. Mm. Sorry guys. Sorry. Uh, cosmetic association but um yeah so i was doing makeup in high school for a photographer shout, shout out to john um i was working at his studio while i was in high school doing makeup and um yeah there was definitely people that were like oh you're not licensed you're i'm like cut me some slack like you know i'm in high school i'm like doing what i love like i was pretty good at it things were going well no one had any issues so you know as soon as i graduated high school I was like, okay, I'm going to go get this dang license, okay? Mm. I'm going to go get this license. So I moved to um, Vancouver and I went to makeup school. So yeah, you definitely need, don't do not do what I did. I don't recommend it, but, you know, practice your craft. Why? <laughs> like, what is the, I actually never even asked that question, but I'm yeah. curious though, what, 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 why do you need to, get, like, is there anything about putting on makeup that can hurt someone yeah, oh, for sure. okay. So, you know, something that's really important is allergies. So you got to ask people if they have any allergies, if they're allergic to anything, if they ha have had any reactions in the past. Um, but also sanitation. That's that's a huge one. Mm. Um, properly knowing how to sanitize and how to use items that you can't sanitize on other people. Um, that's super important. And I think that's the main thing of being like a self-taught artist not all of the self-taught artists get to learn that proper sanitation. So, mm. um, yeah, look into that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's very, very important, you know, using disposables, you know, not cross-contaminating your products, especially like creams and liquids. Those can harbor a lot of bacteria super easily. Mm -hmm. um, powders, you can get away with a little bit more, but, yeah. Creams. Okay, <laughs> yeah, watch so out for the creams. Watch out for the creams. <laughs> okay. Be careful. <laughs> so you, you finished asking, I'm like, I'm just dead off to Vancouver. Why mm. Vancouver though? So when I was in high school, like I said, I was doing makeup, doing great, loving it. Um, 
I felt really, really good. I was like, you know what? I think I can like really do something with this. Mm. And I was really lucky. I had my family support. Um, they were like, yeah, you're, you're amazing at this. Like they, you know, I, I think a lot of times in the arts, um, people don't always have that support from their family. You know, they want, they want their kid to go in to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. They want their kid to go in and be a lawyer. They want, you know, so I was lucky that they saw that I was good at this and they saw that this was like my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I said, you know what I, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to go to the, one of the best schools in Canada. Mm. Like my, my mom was like, Oh, just, you know, go find something in Montreal, find something in Toronto. I was like, no, I'm, I want to go to the best one. Is that I, the other side of the world? Yes. I'm like, I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to the best school. So <laughs> I applied to uh, JCI, Vancouver John Casablanca's Institute. Okay. Um, and they actually like gave me scholarships and stuff wait, like wait, that. Wait, wait, how did you get a scholarship? Yeah. So basically like you had to apply to go to this school. And um, once they saw like my work and all my like past kind of history and and you know work in makeup they were like yeah like we want you we want you to come here so yeah they gave me like a really great scholarship and yeah how long is the duration of the school yeah so my schooling um at jci was i believe about a year so i went from uh, 2015 to 2016. and what are some of the things you learned there so Apart from sanitation. Sanitation. <laughs> we learned sanitation. Yeah. Um, but no, we, we did everything. So it's more of um, like a global artistry course. So you mm. learn absolutely everything from um, drag makeup, special effects makeup, you know, blood, gore, um, film. Oh, so you gotta make people like the like the zombies I, and listen. I had girls stripped down in their thong and pasties, and I had to airbrush their naked body. So uh, we we did a little bit of everything. So yeah. you know the stuff that I do today um, is my niche, but I'm trained in absolutely everything. Yeah. So <laughs> what is this niche you do now? So I think probably just even in the past year, I've nailed down what I really, really love. And I think I've found what I'm meant for in my industry because there are a lot of, you know, categories under the makeup artist umbrella. You know, there's a lot of different avenues that you can take and there's a lot of different styles. Mm. Um, so I think for me, my motto right now is that I'm an artist for the artists. Okay, so I... I like to work with other creatives, other artists, and bring a vision, curate a vibe, bring some some sort of atmosphere or energy to life. Mm. Um, so that's what I've been really liking. I've been doing a lot of um, makeup for music videos, events, shows, stuff like that. So I think I found my home kind of in the music industry a little bit, as crazy as that sounds. I know, you know, as a visual makeup artist, to you know, think that you fit in to the music industry that doesn't really sound right, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of where I found my home right now. What happened yeah. a year ago? Honestly, if if we're gonna get into, I don't know how in depth you want me to get into these stories, but um, a huge loss happened in Nova Scotia for the music industry. Pat's Day, rest in peace, Pat's Day. Um, 
I didn't know Pat personally, you know, we've crossed paths, but I had a lot of mutuals that were very close with Pat. And um, in respect to that, I was asked to go to his, you know, his funeral, his wake, stuff like that. So by chance, I met a group of people at that funeral that I now call my absolute best lifelong soul friends. Like, I I know now that I was meant to go to Pat's, um, you know, celebration of life and, and things like that because I met those people. So, uh, shout out to Maggie. I mean, I knew Maggie before that, but shout out to Maggie, shout out to Basil, shout out Shawnee, Trips. Um, yeah, shout out all those friends because I, I met them because of that. And now I feel like I found my, my niche, I found my home. I, I grew so much um, in the past year just by being surrounded with the right people. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. And yes, definitely RP Pat's Day. Yeah, rest um, in peace, Pat's Day. Suck so, free. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um we, you so you meet these people, mm-hmm. but like what happened or what what happened? Yeah, I think I mean, nothing specific happened per se, but I think something happened in me, which oh. was that I felt seen, I felt supported, I, I felt almost like found by these people, you know what I mean? Mm. So um, I think when when you feel empowered, mm-hmm. you get pushed to new levels and you evolve in a way that you wouldn't otherwise. So I think for me to have you know, them backing me, them supporting me, and especially Maggie, um, you know, she's one of my best friends. Shout out to Maggie. She's uh, going to play Junos. She's going to play the Junos. Um, she's just, I don't have words. She, she's, she's my, like, she's a piece of my heart that's out walking in the world. Um, <laughs> truly she is. And shout out to Chantel, like Maggie, um, Maggie and I worked on a lot of music videos together. And um, our hairstylist Chantel Collins, she's like our little our little duo, or I should say our little trio. Mm-hmm. Um, our glam trio is just amazing. So I feel like through them, I've been able to experiment and that's literally what I was gonna ask. Does she like experiment on experiment. her? Experiment. <laughs> so Maggie's been my absolute muse. Like yeah. she's been my muse, um, as well as obviously my best friend. So you know, you feel comfortable around people, and you're mm. able to really like bring out other other parts of you so mm. yeah okay. I, I feel very like um i i owe so much to maggie so yeah wow yeah that's cool uh maggie's <laughs> super awesome yeah she is she trying to get to on the on show here. by the way she needs to come on here yeah, yeah she doesn't do like you know much of this too often but mm. we gotta get her on here yeah yeah we do <laughs> um okay so after like you know you learn all these things in vancouver what happened? Did you just come straight back to? Yeah, so um, I I was dating a guy there for pretty much the entire three years that I was there. Oh, um, after the school, you just yes, started working there. Yes, stayed in there. Vancouver. Um, did so much cool stuff. Um, what are some cool stuff you did there? Yeah, so I spoke at a lot of events. Um, you know, speaking about bridal makeup, speaking about you know different things. I worked at um, a smaller little makeup academy there for most of the time that I, I lived in Vancouver. Um, I was teaching, you know, people how to how to do makeup for every day. You know, what products to use, how to use them. Um, 
So that was very, you know, it, it was very, it was a moment where I felt like I was growing a lot because I think when you're teaching something, mm. you really master it, right? Mm -hmm. when, when you're teaching something, you really, really master it. And being able to, you know, explain and show someone something that comes so natural to you, mm. you really have to break it down for yourself in order to explain it to someone that has no idea, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I was teaching people. I was, you know, doing a lot of events. I was working on so many cool people, meeting so many cool people. Um, yeah, it was honestly some of the best years of my life. And um, mm. it was really just finding myself and, you know, Live, living my life I, I felt so great like I miss Vancouver so much it's a it's a special place so three yeah. years later what happened yeah so I I broke up with um the man that I was dating at the time I moved back here um I actually went back I'm, I'm from Cape Breton Shh, don't tell anybody that. No, I love um, it. I'm, I'm from I Cape was Breton. I Cape Breton last year for the thing, and it was for a, uh, Music Week. Yeah, yeah. That Loved was it. the best Music Week ever. Okay, that was that Music Week. Yeah, yeah. Music great. Week uh, 2022 was was everything. Mm. I loved it so much. Um, but yeah, I moved back to Cape Breton in 2018. Um, was it 2018? Yeah, it would have been 2018, and I opened. Um, my own little studio there for a bit. Oh, um, to like do makeup? Yeah, so I had just so much requests at the time because I hadn't been home for so long. I had a lot of requests for like, I need ah, you to do... Ah, these people that are like, you know, they remember... They re yes. They, this little, this yes. person from high school, she's yes. back now. she's back. Yeah. So like a lot of the kids that, you know, were following me when they were in junior high school, um, I was finally back for their prom. So I had like so many sweet girls like please do my prom makeup like I need you to be here in June July <laughs> like so yeah I opened up my own studio for pretty much the entire summer I was doing um, bridal makeup but mostly prom um, and yeah and you know as much as I love that type of makeup Cape Breton is not it's not my it's not my real home mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I need to be in a little bit of a city so Halifax for me is like a good a good medium. I'm a city girl. Mm. I'm a city girl. When did you move? Yeah, so I was there, I would say probably for like maybe half of 2018. And then I was here 2019 until now. So oh, okay. We've been did you like here. start a studio here or? So right now I am mobile freelance. So I am just everywhere. Every Anywhere that you need me, I'm there. Um, but I feel like I've taken on like a lot less projects. And I'm kind of a little bit more choosy. Mm. I have to feel passionate and I have to feel like, you know, it's something that I, I really envision and I see the I see the vision. I have to see it to, mm. to want to work on the on the project. So I have to see the end goal. What um, what was the last thing you worked on first? Let's start with that. Ooh, what was the last thing I worked on? Ah, I think the last like really exciting thing that I would have worked on was like, last month um maggie myself chantel shout out chantel um moose you guys know moose can fly um griffin o'toole they all worked on um maggie's new music video come clean check it out it's pretty dope mm -hmm. um so we did that it was like a two-day project yeah two-day project um and then yeah it's out now so check it out that was a fun one we had a lot of fun looks um we had some 
crazy rain scenes. Like, so that for me, that's a good test to my work. When someone's getting water poured on, <laughs> poured on their face and nothing's moving, that's, that's when I feel good. Is that? You know, that's when I feel good. Um, oh, fuck. Like a mascara. Oh, what's so called? So you got to have good waterproof or yeah, water-resistant yeah, yeah. products. Mascara. Because so, yeah. I was like, um, you know, so the whole thing is where in the movie when the person is crying, their mm -hmm. eyes become black mm -hmm. and stuff. Yep. But apparently there's this thing and it's like, it just stays there. Yeah, so you can get water, like pretty much anything that you can think of that a girl would put on her face for makeup, you can get it in waterproof or you can make it waterproof. So. Wait, what? Make it? Yeah, so there's products out there now, you know, you can mix into other products. So like, you know, for example, without being too nerdy, there's like these little um, drops from Makeup Forever um, and it's like Aqua Seal, maybe it's called. And you would put a couple drops of it into like, I don't know, let's say your foundation and it would keep it on and make it waterproof or water resistant. So there's different ways that you can make things waterproof if they're not already marketed as waterproof. But a, but a lot of things these days, I think, um, for brands, you know, a way for them to market themselves is like long wearing, long lasting, 24 oh. hour wear. Like no one's wearing anything for 24 hours, I hope. You better, <laughs> you better be washing your makeup off every night. Um, but, you know, that's how they like to market themselves as like, you know, long lasting. So mm. a lot of them probably can hold up, withstand, you know humid temperatures, water, stuff like that. <laughs> That's the other thing about makeup, though. You are mentioning, I was just thinking about it. It's expensive. Yes. It's expensive. I'm like going, and they're always small. Why are they always small anyway? Yeah, the expensive ones are usually even smaller. <laughs> like, that's the crazy part. So, like, a lot of luxury brands, you'll notice, have the smallest components. Like, you know, Chanel, Gucci, Dior, like, the absolute smallest components and the smallest amount of product in there. It's crazy, but it's it's some good shit. <laughs> okay, what makes one brand better than one? Um, I think for me, again, gonna go off on a little nerdy tangent, but for me, a lot of times it's where they're made. What do you mean by where? So different like formulations. Made in China yeah, made in... made in Italy, made in Korea. Um, huh. Different formulas and different types, like, I'll be able to tell just by feeling them or like testing them um, where they're made. And then I'll turn around the component and sure enough, made in Italy. So different like textures, especially powders and stuff, you'll be able to tell where they're made if you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what country do you want to go for? Like, oh, Italy for sure. Oh, why? Italy, Italy has some very beautiful, uh, very beautiful products. And also, I just want to go there for the food too. I'm, I'm a pasta girl, okay? I'm a pasta girl. <laughs> so, so, you want to look for made in Italy? Yeah. What if. Uh, what and Korea has a lot of really, really great products. That is right what now. I was gonna say. So, like, like Korean beauty, that's huge right now, yeah, especially for skincare. Oh, what is this? Innisfree. Innisfree. Yeah, Innisfree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I. Just... He knows the thing. Okay, when were you at Sephora? You were. You yeah, were at exactly. Sephora. <laughs> so that's the thing. thing. Um, okay. Yeah, Innisfree. So we're like Sephora talking mm -hmm. about that. Why is it like? So Mac was this thing, mm -hmm, yeah. and like Sephora just came out, just stomped it. What? Like, do so you have an idea? Mac, like? Yeah, Mac is still super huge, especially for artists. Like Mac 
I think, I mean, originally Max started for professionals. Okay, so, you know, um, started for professionals. They're Canadian, so super, super great. We get great discounts as artists, pro discounts. Um, I worked for Mac for a while, so I know. Um, but yeah, super amazing, but they don't carry other brands. So Mac only carries their own oh. stuff, you know? So if you go to a Mac store, you're not going to get anything other than Mac. Gotcha. Um, they do carry beauty blenders. I know that that's, that's another brand of sponge. Um, but that's the only like off brand product that they carry. Whereas mm. Sephora, Sephora carries their own brand, but nobody cares about Sephora. Well, okay. I won't say that. There's a couple products people care about, but People go to Sephora for all, all the, the array of brands that right. they carry. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, what happened? Absolutely. Okay, so... So you got to have both. You can't have just Sephora or just Mac. you got to have both. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, what's your... What's your, I guess, go-to skin regimen? So Ooh. someone is like, what do you do? So I'll tell you what I've been doing lately, and it never really changes too much, but I get a lot of questions about it. So... I worked for Chanel back in 2019, I guess it would have been. I worked for Mac as well in that time frame. So um, I still to this day am hooked on this one Chanel cleanser. I will not use any other face wash. Um, boys will ask me to sleep over and I'm like, I don't have my Chanel face wash with me, so I can't. Like, I, I have to go home tonight. I'm sorry. So unless I have that with me, like, I'm not staying nowhere. Mm. Um, so yeah, Chanel La Mousse face wash. Get it. Comes in a massive tube. It's going to last you like months. Um, you know, people always think like sometimes the price tag is like, oh my God, that's so much money for this one bottle. But like, it's going to last you a long time. You don't need a lot for products that have super, you know, great ingredients, you only need a small amount if they're super potent, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, Chanel face wash, um, been loving the Rode, you know, Hailey Bieber, you know, Hailey yeah, Bieber. Yeah. So, you know, Justin Bieber's girl, um, she came out with a skincare line um, called Rode and her products are really, really great. I love the glazing milk. I use that, press that all over. I actually have it all over my decollete right now, um, mixed with like a little bit of a highlighter from Charlotte Tilbury and kind of just like pat it all over as like an all over body moisturizer and glow. So love that, use it on my face every day. Mm. And then the glazing serum, I think it's called, that over top, and then any great moisturizer right now, um, I've been using one from ZO, um, Zo. It's it's uh, medical grade, so mm. not super popular. You can't get it at Sephora, but you can get it at like your local Medi Spa, probably. Okay. Yeah. So I like to keep it very simple. Simple, that was very simple, <laughs> simple for me, like oh, right, four right, or five right, products. Right, right. Okay. But I know some people will be layering all of the things. Um, I think for some people that can work, but for me personally. I found less is more. Like I, I pretty much never break out. So, okay. Yeah. And then we make up. What are like, if the least amount of makeup you want to do, what has to go in? Ooh, that's a really great product. I think for each person, it's going to be a little bit different. For me, I can speak for myself. If I'm doing like, no makeup, makeup. Mm -hmm. You know, the girls be doing no makeup, makeup these days. Um, definitely eyebrow gel. I'm, I'm never leaving the house without eyebrow gel, never. Um, eyelash curler, also have to have it, a good eyelash curler. 
The right one is Shuamura. That's the only one you need. Um, if you use any other one, what are you doing? That's that's a good one. Um, good eyelash curler, a good lip balm. Shout out to Rode again, the lip peptide treatment. Hmm. So good. Um, yeah, probably those are my, like, if I was on a deserted island and I could only have, like, three <laughs> uh, makeup products, there. it would be some sort of, like, good lip moisturizer, lip mask, lip treatment an eyebrow gel, and a lash curler just to make it look like I got some lashes wow. going on there. Okay. <laughs> and then um, you, you earlier on you said you have to wash your makeup off. Yes. Like, yes. So in the morning you do all the cleansing and stuff and get it ready? So oh. actually, oh, okay. that's, one way, that's one thing that I, people, I think people go a little bit wrong on is... If you're doing all of this extravagant skincare at night before you go to bed, when you make when you wake up in the morning, your skincare is done. All you did was go to sleep. If you if you have clean pillows, you don't really need to do much in the morning. Maybe like splash your face with some, some water, wash your face, something, put some moisturizer on and SPF every day. But if you go to sleep like and you have all your skincare on, when you wake up, what did, what did you do with the 8 hours that you slept? Nothing, right? So your skincare is still already in there. So you don't got to go through all these motions again. If As long as you're doing a great skincare routine at night, in my opinion, um, you can wash your face in the morning and throw on your SPF and your moisturizer and you're good to go. I don't think you got to go through all the motions again in the morning. But That's like, my philosophy. But like it's cold and stuff and the sun isn't that out. Now why am I sunscreen? You better be wearing that SPF year round. What? Is it? You Nobody you recommend. So the one that I really like and love right now, I mean, there's a lot of great ones on the market, mm. um, depending on your skin type, but the one I really like, it's called, um, as crazy as this sounds, it's called Black Girl Sunscreen. That's, okay. that's the brand, Black Girl Sunscreen. And it's the most beautiful product. It's great for all skin types and skin tones because it doesn't leave that white cast that a I lot of sunscreens use. I I hate it. Yeah, a lot of sunscreens <laughs> I leave, I should say. They, you know, you know when you use sunscreen, I you feel like it. you're a little Yeah, ashy. that's why I just get the spray well, one. And I feel like that deters a lot of people from wanting to even bother wearing sunscreen because it gives them that, like, icky white cast, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah, like a ghost. Yeah, but we don't like that. Why do we need, like, the thing every the day then? So think about it this way. Even in the winter... The sun doesn't go away. It's not actually gone anywhere, right? So it might not feel as hot, but the UV rays are still there. Mm. Like, even on a gray day, the sun is still out. Oh, and right? uh, what number? Is it like 40, 30, uh, 50? I mean, honestly, I think the higher the better. Okay. But anything, if if you're starting and you're not doing anything at all right now, I don't, I don't care if it's F SPF 15, do something. Do something. It's it's important. I think just for like long term, mm. because here's the thing: sun exposure. It's not going to come out until like 10, 15 years later. You, oh. you could have sun damage right now, Israel, and you'll never know until like 10 years from now. Huh. Yeah, it's going to come out later on down the line. Because I'm always like, put your sunscreen. Like it's not sunny. Okay, fine. You I'll, I'll... <laughs> okay, fine. Did I did I convert you? Yes, okay. it did. <laughs> okay, good, good. So yeah, get get yourself just you know any anything will do. So as long as you like it.
Um, I mean, as long as it's not white, I hate yeah. that white thing. Honestly, like, I don't know where else you can get the brand Black Girl sunscreen, but it's amazing. I I get it when I go to the U.S. Um, I'm sure you can find it online if you look it up somewhere. Mm. Maybe even Amazon. I haven't checked, but probably. But it's a really really good one. It has great ingredients and it it feels really really nice on the skin. Mm. So it's nice. Okay. Yeah, great for the face. So um, now you just oh wait you also do the okay talk me through this. I know you don't yes. do it hands on, but yeah. you have an idea about it. Medical. Yeah. Medical aesthetics, cosmetic yeah. medicine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a really, really big industry right now. Everyone is getting lip filler. I feel like we all know someone that has some filler. Yeah. You know, we all know someone that has those big old How lips. long does it last for? Because, like, I've seen... Also, I watch TMZ a lot. Yeah. Um, and then there's someone on TMZ, and, and sometimes you can tell, oh, wow, you had your lips done, but mm -hmm. then a few weeks later, it's like, dissipated Not, yeah so you have to keep getting it done or yeah so the thing is you know about any sort of injectables your body's going to break it down over time right oh. especially for things like hyaluronic acid filler which would be the filler that you know people get in injections in their lips and you know botox for Wait, example pause sorry yeah. i know the higher the hyaluronic acid don't yeah. you just put it in your face? Why are you putting it inside your skin? So hyaluronic acid, it's something that pulls water retention, it re retention uh, water retention, right? So it's going to pull water, um, which in turn is going to plump, right? Oh. So when you think about it, if you're applying it topically, it's going to pull in that moisture from the air. It's going to keep you hydrated, going to keep your skin nice and supple, hydrated, plump. So same for hyaluronic acid fillers, they're hyaluronic acid based. So when they're injected, you know, it's something, you know, hyaluronic acid is naturally found in our bodies anyway. So oh, I thought it it's not something oh, like okay. when people hear the word acid, yeah, I mean. they're like, acid, <laughs> that's something I used to do back in high school. That's, that's right, what they'd be right, saying, right? right? So no, it's it's no, it's actually not even an, an acid. Hyaluronic acid is, you know, like I said, it it's water retention. So it's going to pull in that water. It's going to plump up the area. So anywhere that you put it, it's going to add volume, right? Mm. But your body is going to break it down over time. So, it's going to dissipate. And then you go your, get another... Depending on your metabolism. Is it painful though? Like, I mean... The, I think it can be. Because um, it's like literally injected in the mm -hmm. lip or whatever. It can be. I know it's not always comfortable for people. Um, I think depending on... The practitioner that you go to, uh, really, really, that's the experience you're going to get. Mm. you got to go to someone that knows their stuff because at the end of the day, it is a medical yeah. treatment. It's a medical procedure. You know, it's, it's very common nowadays, but it's still something that should be taken mm. very seriously. Um, you know, I, I won't dro name drop any names, but... I work with some of the best doctors and nurses in Halifax and I am such like a firm believer in you really have to do your research mm. and see what sort of credentials they have. Do they specialize in this? I, I don't, I get a lot, a lot of questions. Oh, my, my dentist is doing Botox now. <laughs> Which yes, they can, but they're not specializing in cosmetic mm. injectables. They're not like, so, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine, but just, yeah. just be 
careful. I watch you know? I watch this Don't TV. Don't go to no one's apartment to right? get your, your Botox. <laughs> I watch this TV show. <laughs> I can't remember the name now, but it's about these super rich Asians and yeah. this guy, he really his face is his thing. Mm. Um and then he gets his doctor comes in and there's like injection for here, for mm. here, for here, for here. I'm like, Everywhere. Holy yeah. shit. So like the nice thing about Botox is it's not gonna add any like volume to the face. It's not gonna make anything bigger. Um, what Botox is gonna do is it's gonna relax the muscles in your face. So it's gonna stop those lines and wrinkles from forming because you're not gonna be able to move your face as much. You know, you're not gonna be able to raise your eyebrows as much or like squint your eyes as much, you know? So Botox, you can treat a lot of areas of the face. Um, and you're visibly not going to notice a super, super big difference. But over time, you'll notice that there's not going to be those deep, you know, static wrinkles that are going to stay there. So know? again, all these things, you just have to keep on doing it. Yeah. So, so upkeep is everything. <laughs> upkeep is so, everything. Yeah. So Botox, you know, you can have, a, um, you know, you can retreat every three months. So every 91 days. Um, so in the beginning. It's not cheap, right? It's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive, but it's worth it. It's worth it. I promise you, preventative, like preventing, even if you don't have wrinkles right now, preventative, right. even just a little bit in the forehead, we all raise our eyebrows at things these days, you know? <laughs> we're all frowning a little bit, so, yeah. And I guess, okay, you were saying do, it, do your research. When, mm. say I'm doing the research, what, yeah. what would I be looking for? So I guess you would definitely want to look at, you know, their background. What do they specialize in this? Have they been doing it for a long time? Mm. You know, what what credentials do they have? Um, you know, you, you definitely want to look into all that. And also, like, where are they working out of? Are they working out of an esteemed, you know, clinic that is re highly recommended? Or are they working out of their kitchen in their apartment? You know, that's scary. Um, because the main thing is they, they could, I'm sure, you know, there's some people that work out of their own little area and they might be, you know, licensed to do it, but where are they getting the product from that they're oh. injecting into your face? Yeah. Cause I read about Botox. It's actually really expensive. Apparently the, the all of it's expensive, Botox, you know, whatever the full yep. name is, uh -huh. the, the thing inside, it's like yeah. one of the most expensive materials in, yeah, so, in the world. You know, it's one of those things that you have to, if you're going to invest in yourself in that way, be willing to take that extra step and make sure that what you're having injected in your face is legitimate because you don't know what it is. You you see these articles and these horror stories like, oh, like they injected like silicone into their face and, you know, and like that's, there can be a lot of complications with that, mm. you know, so these you know, hyaluronic, hyaluronic acid fillers and Botox, they're going to dissipate and dissolve and be broken down by your metabolism over time. But things like silicone and stuff that we don't even know what it is really that's being <laughs> injected in your face, that could cause for a lot of mm. serious issues and scary things down the line because mm. it's not just one of those things that are going to go away over mm -hmm. time, you know? So just do, do your research and make sure that you're going to a good place because at least then you know that the product that is going to be used on you is straight from the company, straight from the source. It's not off the black market or, you know what I mean? You, you don't know where these... 
people are getting their products from. So you got to be careful. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, like you're just, oh, I got to do the SPF. I got to yes. do the thing. And I'll if make I a list make my you. face up and if I wash my face at night, I don't need to do it in the morning. Like no, there's I'll, so I'll many things. I'll make a list for you before We I need to do this again. You can play this back <laughs> later. <laughs> okay. But um, before I let you go, I want to yeah. ask though, what do you love about makeup? Oh, I think for me is it, it's a super rewarding job, um, of course, because you make people people feel really good um, and you make people see themselves maybe the way that you see them mm. or the vision that you could see them in. But maybe they've never seen that in themselves. Mm. So I think it's an opportunity to really like get people feeling feeling themselves, you know. But uh, yeah, I think it's rewarding. And also, um, I think for me you know, it's that creative outlet because I'm able to bring that vibe to life. I'm able to curate that vibe and that atmosphere and that energy and, you know, bring, bring the vision basically, you know, working with other like-minded people, you can really like bring a whole thing to life. And that's what I love about it. Michaela, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and thank you for coming to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me.